Hey friends, welcome to episode 168 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My guest today is reality star, actress, and artist Beth Bowen. And I can't wait to share my conversation with this fun mama and what she has to say about being on reality TV and talking about motherhood and friendships and all of that good stuff. So we're going to dive into that in just a minute. But first, as you guys know, Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Democracy Clothing. Now, I want you guys to get in my jeans Yes, I said it. Um, Because these jeans are some of the most comfortable, form-fitting jeans I have ever had. And it's really hard for me to find jeans that fit my body type. I have a big booty, I have a big tummy, and I have big thighs. I'm a curvy lady. But finding jeans is a struggle. That's why I love wearing the Democracy Clothing jeans. They have an ab solution gene fit technology. And let me tell you what that means. It has a booty lift that's built in. It has um, sculpting stretch fabric, like what I was talking about. It hugs your curves, but it doesn't suffocate them. And it's super comfortable. And my favorite part is the no gap waistband. That means no plumber's crack or mom's mom crack, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. Um, It doesn't exist with these jeans. So go to democracyclothing.com. Check it out. Check them out also on Instagram, Facebook. Look at some of their new styles. They're launching some new styles for spring and summer. And you guys are going to take a look at that. Democracyclothing.com. Okay, here we go, guys. Let's get to my interview with Beth Bowen. Hello, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, friends. Hope you're having a wonderful week so far. We are in the midst of the busiest week of the year. Um, Some people think Christmas is busy. No, 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 no. It is birthday week, birthday month, I should say, my two babies, um, my grown man baby and my actual baby, both are celebrating their birthdays in April. And we are getting ready to have a big birthday party for Channing's birthday this year. She's going to be six on Friday. And we are planning a birthday party that's all things cats, kitty cats. We are going to have cat cake, um, cat party favors, pat, uh, cat everything just cats. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And as a secret, like special surprise for her, my mom is flying in this week and we are going to surprise Channing with a little, uh, special surprise visit from grandma. And she's going to be so excited. She loves my mom so much. So, um, that'll be a fun treat. And the thing I think I'm the most excited about. So here in LA, there are two, um, a couple of these places called cat cafes where you can go and like have a latte or a scone and just lay around and play with cats. <laughs> now, in theory, that sounds ridiculous, but in, in reality, that sounds amazing. Um, so I'm so excited. She has no idea we're going to go do that. And it's going to be just so much fun. Um, and then a couple weeks after that, a week or so after that is Chris's birthday. And I have no idea what to get him. Um, nothing on my radar yet. I need to start poking and prodding a little bit, seeing what he wants for his birthday besides like beer or, um, you know, the huge. Uh, so anyway, big fun times happening around here. Last week I got to go to the premiere of Shazam 
And um, that was a lot of fun. That was a really great premiere to go to. They went all out on Hollywood Boulevard. They put up a Ferris wheel in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard and a couple other carnival rides and carnival games and, and activities and stuff. So it was just crazy fun. But also just interviewing Zachary Levi. Like, he's so nice. And so just like it really seems like a genuinely kind soul. And everybody, I keep getting all these messages like, is he dating anyone? Is he, why is he single? Like, I don't know. We're not friends. We don't hang out. I would like to be. Hey, so I'd love to hang out with Zachary Levi. He seems like a cool dude. Um, But I don't know why he's single, ladies. Um, All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Um, so anyway, but I do want to vent again. You guys have heard me vent about this a little bit before about, um, publicists on the red carpet. I swear I'm, I am making mental notes for this, this imaginary book that I'm going to write one day. This tales from the red carpet book. I have never been, Oh, I should turn my phone off. I have never been so like treated so poorly. (laughs) Um, except when I was like an extra and I first moved to LA, but like, but publicists are, can be, especially on the red carpet or when it comes to access to celebrities on the carpet, just downright nasty. And I don't get that at all. Like I'm not, I mean, I think maybe if I was in entertainment tonight or access Hollywood, maybe they treat me differently, but I mean, still I'm with NBC, NBC, Los Angeles, and that's kind of got a big, you know, a big name behind it, but still publicists are, are, um, not very nice. Sometimes they can be kind of, um, diminutive if you will or you know whatever anyway I don't want to talk too much trash but then again I do <laughs> so, <laughs> I do somebody buy me a coffee sometime and I will give you all the dirt um oh but I should clarify not Zachary Levi's publicist she has always been very nice um I don't know her name but she's always been very nice every time I've interviewed him anyway um all right you guys so what else is coming up oh, Easter is coming up Um, our anniversary is coming up. Chris and I are going to try to get away and go to Las Vegas for a few days and do some gambling and just like be by ourselves for a second and maybe finish a thought or two. I'm looking forward to that, but I'm also looking forward to this interview. Huh? What do you think about that uh, transition there? I'm looking forward to sharing this interview with Beth Bowen with you. So I actually heard about Beth a couple of years ago. There was a reality show on Bravo for about one season called There Goes the Motherhood. And it was um, basically centered around moms in L.A. in like a mom group. I don't think it wasn't like a mommy and me group, but it was more like a mom therapy group. And um, Beth was one of the moms that was in that group. And also Stephanie Fair, who was on my podcast about a year and a half ago. And I just loved her so much. And I thought she was so awesome. And I wanted to be her friend. And then she moved away to Nashville, which was a huge bummer. But um, that's how I had first heard about Beth because Stephanie was talking about how great Beth was and how they really bonded um, during this show. And I finally um, got to meet Beth in person at a uh, the Influencer Summit that we both spoke at a couple of weeks ago. And I invited her to come on my show, and I'm so glad she did. We had such a great time talking and getting to know each other. And, you know, really, that's what this show is all about. Like, this is why I started this show, so I could meet other moms, so we could bond over our, you know, um, experiences in motherhood and in the entertainment industry. And, you know, because Beth, in addition to being on a reality show, is also a, a very successful actor, and now she is an artist as well. She's pursuing her art. So... I can't wait for you guys to get to know her a little bit more and have her share her experiences of what it was like to be on a reality show. I have been asked to be on a reality show before, but 
Um, it's never been something that I have wanted to do, but you know, I don't know. Maybe I should change my perspective. What do you guys think? Um, tell me what you think after listening to this interview with Beth Bowen. Here we go. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where I fit in, to be honest. Story of my life. I just go with it. You know what, though? There's something, there's something I'm recording, by the way. There's something beautiful about that, though, um, in that I know I have been finding that I'm seeing where I fit in. And mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot of different things that are appealing. I don't know if it's just living in L.A., or if it's the nature of maybe my age and where I'm at and I'm rethinking things, I'm not where I thought I would be in my career and something else has happened, but you sort of start going, Oh, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, this looks cool. I can do that. And the world starts kind of opening up a little bit. Definitely. Um, so Beth, this is Beth Bowen, you guys. Hey, hey. And, um, she is, uh, an artist, um, a reality TV could should I say former reality yeah, TV? Yes, sure. Um, <laughs> an actress, all of those things. So we are going to be talking a little bit today about hashtag mom life yes. in um, Southern California. And um, I really just want to talk to you as well about your art and about, um, let's back up a little bit. Let's okay. find out first of all, um, you're from Fresno. I am. And you moved out to LA to be an actress. Yes. Okay. So tell me a little bit about that. Was it just like the the dream to come out here? Yeah. You know, as a kid, I I watched Kids Incorporated and I wanted to be on it. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't sing or dance, but you know, <laughs> same. This couple, you know, minor, minor, uh, minor assembly blocks. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I wanted to do that. And uh, both of my parents are just your very average middle class. Um, nice but nothing like too exciting people and they didn't understand why I wanted to be on TV so badly yeah. I didn't know either I'm like I just need to be there and do that do it. and I joined an improv team and uh, loved it spent a couple years doing improv did you do it in Fresno or Fresno. did you do it here no in oh. Fresno first Fresno improv and I just loved it and yeah. you know I had, I had a blast in high school and I just spent my weekends or driving to down to Southern California to go to auditions and find an agent. And my mom was like, no, when you're 18, you can do all this. And so I waited till I was 18 and the second, you know, I could, I moved here on my own and here I have a daughter who's 15. I can't imagine her living on her own in three years, which I welcome, but I don't know if that'll happen, but (laughs) I came here, lived in the slums of Beverly Hills, good old Oakhurst in Olympic and had a little studio apartment and hustled and worked a couple jobs. And so you didn't go to college a little bit. Yeah. I I, uh, I entertained I it. I don't know that it's <laughs> I don't know that it's required these days. Like no, it's, I, I it's just, a different time. Well, I didn't have the grades to get into UCLA or USC, and mm-hmm. I wanted to be in LA. So okay. uh, um, I went to Santa Monica Community College for a couple years, and I was going to transfer. The idea was to transfer to UCLA, but I wasn't that focused of a student. Yeah, and I just was having so much fun in LA and my whole, I guess, um, point of view at the time was that this colleges aren't closing down anytime soon. And these opportunities aren't always going to be there Yeah, for um, a young, beautiful 18 year old. Well, I was just having fun and I was in (laughs) with this really fun crowd that was, they were all working, working actors and, 
Um, a lot of them have blown up since, and we we're all just kind of hustling together. We got in a really cool little group yeah. and going to fun events and loved yeah. it. Loved it. I wish I had gotten into a cool group of actors that actually work. <laughs> yeah. I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, can you guys please just get successful? That's so funny. Like, can you Judd Apatow me, please? Because right. I, all of my friends were all still struggling. Nobody's made it. Nobody is even like, I'm close. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's just like, um, it's, I tease them all the time. I'm like, why do I have to be the most successful? That's and so I'm not funny. even that successful. Um, no, I yeah. love that. I actually, um, I love the idea of going to a community college for a few years. Mm-hmm. And I really, especially because it's so expensive to go to school. So and I think expensive. by the time my daughter is old enough to go, it's going to be, I don't know what we're going to do. It's overwhelming. To I think already about. told my oldest, I'm like, this is, you're going to go to El Camino because you mm-hmm. want to be an Ellie. She wants to do TV film editing. I'm like, well, yeah. her grades are worse than mine were. So I was like, well, for you girl, you're going to stay. If you want to be in LA, you can get an internship. You got to really hustle. You got to be your right. own advocate. You got to hit the pavement. Right. You know? And yeah. so, that's and we have to save a ton of money. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so you were doing some acting. Yes. Then what happened? Did you get married? I and did. Then take my a future ex husband. <laughs> yes, he came in on a white shiny horse. Oh, yeah, dear. Disney did a number on me, but it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. No way. I have my four amazing kids out of that, yeah. but um, yeah, I stopped everything for. And I read online life. that you sort of keep it under wraps who your husband is. Um, like that it's kind of private and that you don't really someone's here i know i heard it's probably just the mail okay well it's it's not that it's under wraps it's just um he's from italy yeah um international business um he does like venture capitalism and travels Mm -hmm. a ton um and so we traveled a lot with our kids yeah and uh he didn't like the idea of me working in entertainment or working doing anything on your anything. own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's very traditional. He wanted you to stay at home. Oh, for the love. <laughs> Someone is ringing my doorbell. Hold on. Okay. So I just had to run and get the doorbell really quick. Cause I'm apparently super popular with the male <laughs> people. And we're um, back. And we're back. Um, anyway, so you felt it was like a traditional type of marriage where he wanted you to stay yep. home and take care of the kids. Definitely. And you were like, I gotta be me. Definitely. And you know, it was, he had a way of manipulating the situation where he would make me feel as if I was a bad mom for wanting to do something for myself. Aww. So it was like, well, what, since he was very successful, he was like, so what are you going to do that's just going to justify, like, you know, paying the babysitter or being right. away from your kids? Like, you're basically bringing home grocery money. And it was horrible, but yeah. it made me think, like, well, why am I doing, but I want to do this. It's not about the money, but he yeah. made it seem like, well, gosh, you just don't be, want to be a mother. And that wasn't it at all. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I'll show you yeah. I'm sticking with this yeah. <laughs> away from my own personal goals and dreams because we just horrible women yeah. don't do this. No, <laughs> but also like there is such a, a big, um, disservice that we do ourselves sometimes. And we start thinking that we can't do both. We can't right. have our career. We can't want a career, but also not still love being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I struggle with that, even with motherhood in Hollywood, because I started this, mm-hmm. I got this ball rolling myself nice. and, um, I, it takes up now so much of my time that I don't get to spend as much time with my daughter as I would like to. Right. Um, I know you can, there's 
our lawn guy is here bowing, but it's really not as distracting um, <laughs> as you might think. Um, but I, I think about that all the time, but I'm like, I have career goals and things that I want for myself and I can't do that if I um, just sit back and like wait for Hollywood to come to me. Right. Because that's never going to happen. Ever. They're not sitting around going, we need a chubby middle-aged <laughs> redhead. Um, that cusses like a sailor. Where can we find that? Um, I'm like, I'm you have here. to be your own I advocate. Have to, yeah. You have to. Yes. You have to. So good for you. So, yes. um, when let's talk about where there goes the motherhood. Yes. Was that sort of the impetus for, uh, you know, what kind of got the ball rolling or those kinds of conversations in your marriage? Well, was what happened was, or? well, or were okay, they so happening my, before that? So what happened was, um, truth be told, my marriage was over in 2009, but I stuck with it. Mm-hmm. And around 2013, um, actually, even before, my my mother was sick and then she passed away in 2013. I was just like, life's just too short. Mm-hmm. And I just started submitting myself. And I didn't care what my mm-hmm. future ex-husband was about to say about it. I just yeah, good for you. called my old agent and um, just started putting myself out there and other jobs started coming up and different. It's funny. I submitted, (laughs) I mean, I guess in my mind I was like a serious leading lady, but I only got (laughs) called back for like anything reality based or like the bimbo or whatever. I was like, (laughs) what do you mean? I I mean, it's like, I, I, I feel like I'm this like respected actress and they're like, well, we really want you for our big brother. Would you come back in for Survivor? How about <laughs> oh, like reality TV yeah, is such so a funny. big presence? Yeah, and so my agent's like, "Yeah, we need to darken your hair." I'm like, "This is me." Like, yeah. well, nobody wants that token like Malibu Barbie blonde anymore. I'm like, "Okay, that's not true." <laughs> well, but it was just like I nothing was really panning out except for reality TV. So I got a call back for um, a show that. Was Sorry, on. is there my cat hair it's on fine, the microphone? It's fine, fine. I thought it was me. I thought I was shedding my <laughs> No, it might hair. be my cat. She <laughs> likes good. to rub up against the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I, it was for, um, let's see, where am I at? Um, oh, it was Keep the Party Moving, mm-hmm. and it was for the Style Network that no longer exists. And the casting director's like, grab a couple of your friends and, you know, do this, you know, fun progressive dinner party show. And loved it. And I was like, gosh, you know, I just, I want to do things. Mm-hmm. I just want to work. I don't know what it looks like, but I'm just going to say yes. Be creative. Be creative and, yeah. and use this outlet. And then from that, I was casted for a, a Nicole Richie show on VH1 called Candidly Nicole. Yes. And that's. I auditioned my, for that. Oh, funny. So yeah. And so from that, I met Jill Spivak, who was, it was her show, There Goes the Motherhood. Mm-hmm. It was Sleepy Planet. It's mm-hmm. It was her brainchild. And when I was there, she pulled me aside. She's like, hey, I saw the playback. She's like, I thought you looked great on film. Would you like to audition? And it's so funny. I brought Megan on the show with me Mm -hmm. to the Nicole Richie show. And so um, I kept Megan in the loop as they're calling me in. They're like, well, do you have friends? I'm like, yeah, Megan. And I didn't actually really know her at the time. Like we were Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. And then that's just funny how like that. I'm just how that worked out. But yeah. and so anyways, Jill was great. She followed up. She's like, how did they called you from casting? And I said, yeah, I went in and like, well, great. She's like, I'm going to keep following up. So I think she had her eye on me for the show. And, um, 
And what was the premise of the show? It was like moms like talking about their personal issues and working them out. You know out what? Or? I mean, for me, it's housewives with kids, even yeah. though they like roll their eyes every time I said that. Like, we're not housewives. We're this. I'm like, no, we are. We are. Because <laughs> um, it was like, how glamorous can your parties be? And how, what can you do? And how much do you spend on this? I mean, it was so housewives. But that that's the truth. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was. We actually, when we were filming the original, um, I guess, pilot, it was really great stuff. Like we were talking about, you know, vaccines, divorce, um, just like issues. really real motherhood issues. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, Did they say it wasn't in post-production, yeah, it was like they turned it into, it was just really, you know, typical reality like TV. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, does she have a nanny? Like, who cares if I have a nanny? Right, right, right. But, you know, I vaccinate my kids and that's an issue that, you know, it's, you know, I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And they never really talked about, like, I guess the taboo topics of right. motherhood that I really wanted to address. I think that um, that is just the nature of of reality TV. It's true. They want it to be sexy. Women yeah. cannot be friends and get along and, and have real conversations. There right. has to be some kind of conflict. Oh yeah. We couldn't talk but to each other when we we're no. filming. Yeah. Like they didn't, I mean, Stephanie and I bonded right away and it was like Morse code. Like, can we talk to each other? <laughs> can you text me later? Like, yeah. I want to be your friend. I want to um, be your friend. So you're talking about Stephanie Fair, yes. who has also been on my podcast and who uh, I love, love and was love, love. very sad that she moved I away um, to Nashville. Me too. I went to visit her in Nashville. You They're did? doing amazing over there. Yes. Um, I really was so bummed because she came over and was on my podcast and I was like, what a nice woman she's so wonderful and like so kind and having been in this industry for so you would never long, know it you would think that she would be like a diva no or she's not, not at all no. the most generous so kindest nice. she wore loving. a neck scarf and she rocked it <laughs> i love it <laughs> and i was like i cannot pull off a neck scarf Aww. um but yeah no, so she's shout amazing. out to stephanie yes. because she is amazing and i wish that she would come back and, i know and be me my too friend. i told her four years i'm like i give, give you four years yeah, have fun in nashville think, it's, cute, that- it's cute this whole move and all but you're coming back <laughs> um Especially because my husband is really into music. He used to be a radio yeah. DJ. So music is a big part of our family. And I was like, oh, I oh, think, you know, we would like yeah. all get along. But then by you're leaving in like a month. I know. Um, They're so happy there. And I'm like, are you going to come well, back? Well, you have <laughs> to think about like the whole life of leaving LA and going to somewhere like Nashville where it's like much slower pace. You get more bang for your buck. Totally. The schools are safer. It's. I just mean, but they have a 14,000 square foot home. Well, so it's true. not like... <laughs> They're not, they're, uh, they're not, they're, they're not, not hurting. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. But like, and this is our theater. I'm like, this is like AMC. This is AMC. Um, no, it, it's true. so amazing. I got lost in the house. I'm like, oh crap, we're about to leave. And she's like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I left my cell phone. And she's like, okay, go get it. I'm like, this house is 14,000 square feet. I don't even know what room I was in last. I'm like, I'm going to get lost on the way in and out. I may not come out, but. I mean, you really, you know, you really can buy a mansion. Yes. And everywhere else in the country for what you pay for a two bedroom, one bathroom in LA. Yeah. No, they went from, yeah, Brentwood, Los Angeles to Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, It's a beautiful area. Um, But But yeah, I would love for her to come back too. Well, I love that you guys connected on the show and that you remained friends in real life. But how, how hard was it to maintain friendships with any of the other cast? members are you guys still friends do you even touch um 
I don't see anybody except I run into Megan here and there at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But because uh, you guys live like in the we're same in the area. same town, but yeah. our kids are different ages and yeah. you know just different circles and busy and mm-hmm. so. Um, other than like a random stop at pavilions or whatever, like yeah. I yeah. Do I you feel like the that um, the producers kind of um, maybe we're not dishonest, but maybe we're not totally forthright about of the direction of 100%. the show. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because Stephanie uh, mentioned that too, that she felt like that that's not what she signed up for, and right. that the editing and everything got oh, of against course, her. they're magicians, you know. But here's absolute what, you know, we always hear, oh, this is not what I, I said. This was what I meant. They 100%. It a it's, way. it's incredible. And you go, really? Incredible. Sure? What were you? Incredible. What were you produced to be as? What was your sort of archetype you think that they kind of. Oh, um, self-absorbed, disconnected, um, totally um, in her own world, mom who isn't present with her kids and could not be further from the truth. So when we showed up for that famous uh, first scene, uh, the first uh, episode where there was a barbecue at Stephanie's house, Mm -hmm. I was told you cannot bring someone with you. You have to come. You're a single mother. This is your real life. Come as you are. Oh, okay. So everybody who like two of the cast members had one child, they were able to bring their dad their mother, a uh, family friend. Um, you know, Stephanie had her help mm-hmm. at the party. Uh, Megan had her husband. Everyone had someone, but somebody you. bought me. So it was such a setup. They're like, when can we get Beth away from her kids so we could film? She's being negligent. Well, it's impossible for me to be in four places at once. And they, right. they, they loved it. I right. was their shark bait. I was like, you know, it was perfect for them. They were just waiting for me to be somewhere and they would set it up like, Oh, Beth, come over here. The, the girls are talking over here. And then they would run They're like, well, what is Lorenzo and Sienna doing? You know, yeah. it was just such a setup. And the bummer is I was going through my divorce at the time and I'm like, if any of this is going to actually hurt my real life yeah, world used against you and use against way. me, oh, this is not okay. No. Like, you're messing with my life at this point. See, the, the lure as an actor of mm-hmm. reality TV is that, number one, it's work. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's name recognition. And mm-hmm. as you know, as an actress part of getting cast in role in film and television shows is your name value. They have their list of their top tier people Mm -hmm. or whatever in casting. And, um, if you're not on that list or in on some list or whatever, they don't know your name. Producers don't know who you are. You don't have a following, whatever. You're not going to get cast. And, um, the lure of reality TV is that, Oh, well at least I'll build up a following. I'll build up a name recognition for myself so that when casting calls me in for something, um, I've at least got that going for me. The problem is, is that reality TV, because it is so produced like that, it's not an accurate depiction of who you are. And it can also sometimes I think hurt your career as an actress. Right. I've been, I've been approached about reality TV before people have asked me if I want to turn motherhood in Hollywood into a show. And I'm like, obviously, yes I do. But I don't know that I want it to be like a reality type show. 
Because that makes me nervous. That makes me nervous because then I know how I am in real life and mm-hmm. I'm a total asshole. So just imagine. People love that. <laughs> imagine like that being like blown out by a producer or something. I would, I people mean, would hate me. Stop. I would take it. I would take any <laughs> and all opportunities. Would Seriously. you really? 100%. Even it's so hard. That, it's know, so no. hard to get a show on, on the air as it is. Oh yeah. I would 100% do it again. There are, there are, they're going to manipulate scenes regardless. Why would you, what would, what is it about that you would do again? Is it because then suddenly you're relevant again and you're back on that list of names? Um, I just feel like I've learned from this experience of how I, I just, I feel like I get it. I get you, the beast. You would want, would you, want I was in such control? a vulnerable state when I was going through this nasty divorce. So mm-hmm. my real life was crazy. So yeah. I went in there like a robot. I was like, it only lasted anything. It only lasted for two seasons, right? Just or one, one, just one, just one season. And um, <clears throat> even that, we don't, we really don't understand if it's something with the politics with the network because we had our ratings were solid. Yeah. So I, we, we really don't understand what happened there. I remember exactly. um, my friend Jill Simonian, who is has a Jill. mommy blogger. She has the fabmom.com. Yes. I remember. Um, she had posted something online about getting invited to this exclusive there goes the motherhood uh, dinner yep. and i'm yep, like i remember what? that yes. i'm like i have motherhood in hollywood why am i not invited to this dinner about a new mom show right. or whatever and i remember like being really butthurt about it but um that's so funny <laughs> i wish i knew you yeah, like I know. you're coming to well i didn't know any i mean i was so new in the space it's right. ridiculous now looking back on it um but um but yeah i just thought it was really interesting and i was like i'm curious to see how this show does because in my mind, at least kind of what I've mm-hmm. heard and what people have told me is that moms are not um, <clears throat> watchable, like our lives are not that interesting. So it's no surprise to me that they would create some drama right there because otherwise, yeah, I mean, we just, we're moms. We do school pickup every day. We make lunches. We wipe boogers. 100%. We, we wipe butts. And then we call our girlfriends and say like, you know, gossip on the right. phone. Like it's not drink wine, and drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, it's not as drama filled as like the housewives or whatever, who are also moms. They are. It's they just don't not show the focus. The kids. Exactly. Yeah. Their focus is more on the glam, the glam, um, the glam mm-hmm. and the um, whatever the over the top. I have to lives. say though, I cannot watch the housewives. Okay. I can't. That is the one reality franchise. It just makes my, it just makes me angry because it's literally just the worst sides. It feels like they're putting on, at least now, maybe not in the beginning, but it feels like they're putting on the worst parts of themselves. And then the producers just highlight it and run with it. And I'm just like, you just make women look like we're... We just cat fight all the time. Oh, and that, that's not that's, the case. That's reality TV, though. Yeah. I mean, that's what I honestly, the if, I would say the first couple episodes, I thought for sure they were going to come in strong and attack Megan because she has a very loose way of parenting. And, mm-hmm. and she had mentioned something like, oh, yeah, my son drove, uh, rode his bike off the, I think it was like the diving board or whatever mm-hmm. and someone's like what or I just I had a feeling that that was because it was just an easy target right I had no idea they were coming after me and I wasn't ready for oh, it did and they so set you guys up against each other well they just they set up I am um, I can't even remember I think it was was it about having no Jen had beef with me and she 
whatever. I didn't know that she was coming in after me. So I sit down. It was like the second, you know, day of group, you know, filming. Mm-hmm. And there's a camera here, camera here, camera here, camera here. So I'm just like prepared. Like, I'm just going to defend Megan. I'm ready, you know. And like, so I, and then Jen said something like, I don't feel safe here. And I'm like, oh, here she goes. She's going to yell at Megan. Beth. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like caught off guard. There's camera, camera, camera. It's like out of a bad nightmare. You're like, and what do you do? And I'm like, everyone's watching me and what do I say I'm not used to confrontation yeah and so for me it threw me off and how much do they film of your life your day-to-day life outside of the meetings that you had the group meetings that you had oh I I, it was I always had cameras in our car it was pretty much 10 hours daily really yeah for like how many well they would they would set up like they would they would spend four hours at my house and then they would go to Megan's because we're in the same town and then there was there was teams so um, I think um, Elisa, Megan, and myself were on one team, and then Stephanie, Leah, and Jen had their own team, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they had filming crews filming at the same time, jumping from their houses. Yeah. But um, I just, I just, you know, I don't know. I get torn because I'm like, I would be, there would just be a lot of like me scratching inappropriate things and picking my nose. And like, if anybody was filming me constantly, it would just be like, oh my God. Because I don't, I would forget that the cameras are there or maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. No, you end up forgetting, but it's, it's just fascinating what they decide as what exactly and we talked about some great stuff I think the lore though is you look at other reality shows like the Housewives franchise the Kardashians or whatever and these people are kind of putting their lives out there letting themselves now the Kardashians have very much control over their of course they do well they produce the show I mean after the third season it's it's completely their show um, but I think there's sort of a sell your soul to the devil kind of aspect of it. Like, fine, I'll let you create this character for me and I'll just cash in like Bethany Frankel mm-hmm. and her like whole like vodka line and like skinny girl. Yeah. Skinny yep. girl. They've all used their reality. That's what it is, but that's to, what it is. Yes. Everyone has a platform from yes. that. And that's what you said. Like, why would you do it again? Well, I'm an artist. I would definitely, it's to, yeah, it's to building a name. I see what you say. It's like, sell your soul but if you're true to yourself you're not so much i don't know it's hard to stay true just because you they don't really you don't see yourself because the way they depict you and they edit you they'll get you where you're just lashing out because they'll hammer 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 and they'll cut that all out yeah and then it'll just be like no it's not the same you know when i like totally lashed out and said something and i'm like wow it's amazing how they make me look like such a bitch i'm like i don't like me i mean i've read that like um producers like on big brother for example will like um give everybody alcohol they keep them up all night and then they call them into the diary room at like six in the morning and that's when they get those big tearful confessions or just like those crazy rants about the other house guests and stuff and i'm like that totally makes sense yeah i love it see stuff like that i mean that's 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 definitely not up my alley. I I love Big Brother though. That's the one I love to watch show. it. Oh, I love to watch, I watch it, it, but I yes. I couldn't do it. I would be on it in a heartbeat. Right, but um, they would never have a fat person on Big Brother. <laughs> they never have. They never have. I mean, guys maybe, but never. Um, so okay, so I guess what I'm wondering then is, as an actor. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do from here? Like, do you uh, keep pushing for reality TV? Like, what is your goals? Where do you? No, honestly, I'm focusing on my art. art. So, yes, no, I'm completely focusing on my art. Um, I enjoyed 
the time out there. Like I still do infomercials here and there and commercials Cute. and go out and stuff. Yeah, I need I, to see I, those. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I do stuff like that, but I'm really focusing on my art. It's a passion of mine. I love it. Well, tell I've me about traveling. it. Like, what do you say? When I you, paint when you abstract okay. acrylic on uh, canvas, and um, I've, it's always been a hobby of mine, mm-hmm. and I never thought I think of – personal insecurities that I would ever really put it out there mm-hmm. it's a re- that's I think the most vulnerable I've been is putting my artwork out there because then people everyone you know it's, everyone hey, judges everyone's, a, crit- everyone's oh, a critic everyone's yeah. like well I don't like this or I don't like that yeah. and it's like putting your kids out there like that's terrible it's ugly that's what I'm like Ugh. I spent yeah. six months on that yeah um so you know it's just it's not um easy to do mm-hmm. and I but it's been for me amazing very therapeutic um, 100% yeah and there that's that's, like, that's my goal I even just stay. will color with my daughter sometimes mm-hmm. and there's something just very relaxing yeah, about that it kind of takes is. you back to your childhood a little bit you know and 100% um, yeah I do love I do love coloring with her or when she paints on her easel I'll like stand with her and paint a little bit and then I get bored I'm like <laughs> all right next, next. right well, I like working on <laughs> well, I work on I get bored too I'm so ADHD so for mm-hmm. me I have like four pieces simultaneously going on yeah. at once so I jump from one I'm like okay I'm over this I'll go over here and this and that and I like how you know these different shows um I'm participating in it keeps me accountable for my time and then I feel like when I'm painting I'm like fully present and mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been very therapeutic. I, I enjoy it. And we should say, we forgot to mention actually how we met, which was yes. at a um, influential summit. That's right. Um, in San Diego. Yes. I guess it wasn't really San Diego. It was like yes. San Diego like, adjacent. Yeah, Ocean Carlsbad. Yeah. yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah. And our friend Sarah, from yeah. Be- who is Beauty Mommy, if you guys want to follow her, invited yeah. us to be on this panel to talk about influence and that sort of thing. Do you feel like you are influential because I don't ever feel like I am. Like, I feel like that seems really, um, I don't know, like I'm full of myself. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, like it is just, awkward. Right, right, right. I, I don't people, say, I would never say like, oh, I'm an influencer. The people who do, um, they'll crack me up. I'm like, if you have to tell people that you're an influencer, totally. chances are you're probably not. Not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah no, it, it's always seemed very odd or strange. Um but it's, uh, well, what does I, that mean to you? Like being influential? Does that mean like, you know, people follow you, they want to be you, they want to uh, do what you do. And you know, I don't know. I just, you know, sometimes people ask me like, Oh, what, what are you wearing? Uh, yeah. What leggings are you wearing? There? I get a lot of questions or, about what I'm wearing. Like stuff like that. So it's like, what, where did you get this? Or just random things. And, um, I just share here and there, but I Do don't have think like I'm that of... fascinating and I'm just, you know, <laughs> doing my own thing. And I disagree. <laughs> um, do you, do you feel like, um, what is your relationship like with social media? Do you feel compelled to share every day? Um, I feel like, I feel like a slave and... to social media yeah. and it's at times my Achilles heel, like it's just that pain in my side I feel stressed like oh, I haven't posted in three days mm-hmm. I should post by now I should post something mm-hmm. I do feel that this is whether I like it or not it's not going anywhere yeah and people care um galleries mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. what are your following if I, so I'm telling my main account to follow my art account because my art account sucks I mean as far as the followers I mean yeah. considered you know yeah. and so they care so yeah. galleries want you to promote your show so, so if I'm showing my art they want people to come in because they're getting a commission on my pieces yeah so they want my numbers up and my numbers aren't 
that great for my art account. So yeah, I feel like it's a constant struggle and I love and I hate social media. Mm -hmm. It's a definitely a love hate. Yeah. It's such a huge part of, of my business and what motherhood in Hollywood has become. Like the podcast is very much the foundation of what I do. It's where everything started. I didn't even have a website when I started my podcast. Um, and it, is something I do feel compelled to do every day, but at the same time, I like it. I mm. love being on camera. Love I love like talking about myself. It's fun. Which is also why I started the podcast. Um, I love like sharing my life and, um, and it's fun to do that. So I, I, I understand that. And the, you do such feels... fun things. I oh, love thanks. your page. Your Thank social media you. is amazing. You're yeah, so it's Thank true. You. It's so funny. I saw some of the things. I'm like, we were ships passing in the night, Heather. We were yeah. at so many events and we didn't know each other. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait, well, yeah, I was there too. I was it's there. It's so funny because you think that like in the mom world, like everybody knows each other yeah. or whatever, but there's still people I meet all the time. Where yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't, you know, I didn't know about you, but yeah. I'm glad I right. do now. Yeah. And totally. um, you just assume that. We all kind of know each other, but I'm slowly working on that. Yeah. I'm working yeah, yeah. my way through every mom <laughs> in the world who will follow me. Um, but yeah, no, this is great. Well, I'm glad that I know you now. Yes. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're so sweet. You guys, she oh, drove all you. the way. She drove like two hours. It's fine. To come to my house to be on this podcast, which is so nice because it forced me to clean my <laughs> house. It, it, but it's also, impeccable. It's nice to see you in person again. Oh, yeah. That was um, and again, like Stephanie, I sorry. wish you lived closer. I know. So I can hang out more. We got to get her. <laughs> back to the west coast she's 818 she has her sweatshirt says i'm 818 yeah she so like she needs to come back yeah she needs to come back oh i love it i'm giving okay. her two more years well tell Should everybody you. where they can follow you on your art account and oh yeah so so account. art account yes come on help me out here <laughs> <laughs> beth bowen art and uh my my um, main account is i am beth bowen Yay. Okay. And I will yes. put all of that information up on motherhoodandhollywood.com. Beth, awesome. thank you. Thank for you, coming Heather. On this way. I appreciate you having me. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also head on over to motherhoodandhollywood.com to read more about Beth and her art and her social media and where you can keep up with all her shenanigans. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for listening. Have a wonderful week. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. <laughs> That's so cute. Balls.